Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Spooky Movie Squad. Yoo-hoo. This is episode 207. What? Can't stop, won't stop. Right? Yeah. 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 Rockefeller Records, baby. Right. <laughs> Thought it was that we won't stop. <laughs> so this is chapter three in sci-fi horror. So we were sitting down trying to figure out a, a good sci-fi, a little more modern movie that we could look for and Katie has been wanting to watch this film for a very long time. It has evaded us for multiple Halloween screamathons. I don't know how And we... comic book months or yeah. like Yeah. It, it's just been slipping through the cracks. But we finally sat down and watched the twenty nineteen superhero horror film Brightburn. And this is a gun family just collaboration. So it was written by Mark Gunn and Brian Gunn. So Brian Gunn is the brother to our favorite gun, James Gunn. Brian Gunn is the one that was in Gilmore Girls, right? Mm-mm. No, or that's no. Sean. That's Sean. Yeah, Sean. Yeah. Okay, Sean. He was not involved in this movie. Of Which is he weird. He should have been there somewhere. He's he the only one that wasn't. He should have got exploded or something. <laughs> and Brian Gunn is a cousin. And so it was produced by James Gunn. There you go. And this movie, it, it's really, really cool. You can tell that it's... James Gunn and his family, they all have this crazy feel of how they make movies. You think about Slither, when he came out with that one, I'm like, I, I've never seen a monster, like a creature feature like that. Mm-hmm. And it was really different. Hell, look at the Guardian films. I'm like, that's so different from everything else, so... If you don't know anything about Brightburn, it is the, it's a young boy of, of alien origin, and he is raised up on Earth, and he realizes he has superpowers. Hey, that sounds like Superman, Otis. Yeah, kind of. And so after learning about his powers, he goes bad. Hey, that's not Superman. Yeah. <laughs> so this, I mean, not normal art Superman. Yes. It's happened a couple times in the comics. So this is one of those, hey, this is kind of what could happen to Superman if everything went wrong when he was getting raised up. With, but with this one, it's more of, what if he was just wrong from the beginning? And even if you had good family, they, it just would not help. So there are different instances of Superman going bad. Uh, Superman Red Sun, that's the one where the ship lands in Russia. <laughs> he gets raised up in Russia. Ooh. And he, yeah, he's, Russia's like, we got a superhero, y'all. <laughs> We're going to crush other places. Um, there's one where he lands in Central America. Actually, it was Zod. He lands in Central America, he gets himself a tan, and he's the hero from there. That Batman's a vampire in that world. So there are different else Elseworld stories of Superman there's one he lands in Gotham and he becomes Batman. Okay. And Batman, uh, well, oh, in that world, the the Waynes, they couldn't have a kid. And so they found Bruce, new Bruce, blonde Bruce, <laughs> and they raised him up as their own. And he had powers. And there's one, it, there's so many different instances. So this is just another instance of what if something came from the stars and it wasn't good. It wasn't here to save the world. So... Uh, but I love the tagline of this. He's not here to save the world. Evil has found its superhero. And I was like, mm. oh, shit. So uh, this idea isn't new. Uh, a couple of stories actually use the whole something from the stars, and it's not good. If you've watched the old-as-fuck anime Dragon Ball, or Dragon Ball Z, when Goku was sent to Earth, he was sent there to destroy mm-hmm. it. And so the Saiyans could come in and just like sell the planet off. To other people. And that was also a nature versus nurture thing. Yes. So he bumped his head. He fell into, fell down a cliff, cracked his head open, and then his grandpa Gohan saved him. And he's he couldn't remember, but he was a good person. So he is the new savior of Earth. And everybody's like, why are you helping them, go uh, Kakarot? And he's like, I like them. He's like, we'll beat you up and we'll beat them up. He's like, nope. So 
like I said, that's one of those instances that, you know, nature versus nurture. But this is a world where that don't mean a goddamn thing. I mean, Superman kind of did the same thing. Like, oh, yeah. His family sent him to Earth to survive what was happening, but yeah. also, like, with the intention that you will be a god on that planet. And once you grow into your god powers, like, take that planet over, make a new Krypton. Yeah. yeah. Like, that was the intention originally with Superman. And then, you know, he got raised by the well, kids. The whole point of the movie of Mark. Man of, Man of Steel, right? Mm-hmm. Wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. They were like, yeah, you're going to be like Super Jesus when you get down there, so you're going to be in charge. There are different comics where well, it's like, yeah. he learns that Jor-El, that was his intention. Yeah, that like, was Jor-El's intention. You're going to take over when you yeah. get down there. So yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's a mess. So, uh, Katie, what did you think about Brightburn? I really, really liked this movie. It was scary. It was gory. It was incredibly creepy. Mm-hmm. Like the idea that a Superman could be as evil, or like a, that a it's like the boys, but this is not a child. Like Ooh, I mean, I it's not an adult the connection. To the boys, yeah. This is like Homelander. This is Homelander, but a child. He's I've like never seen the boys. Eleven. You absolutely love it. Girl, you, you would love it. It's you need to watch wild. You need to watch, start watching it soon because Jensen Eckles comes in season three. Them ankles, baby. Soon. Them ankles popping Them up. Them ankles, soon. yeah. You got to get I'm with it. I'm ready for some ankles. Yeah. Um. So he's like Homelander but young. And we are likely going to get a bit of that in season three of The Boys. But, Probably. But it's really cool seeing this like kid kind of dealing with Oh, something weird is happening to me, and then just like, fuck it. Yeah. yeah. And when <laughs> he he's so when fast. he's got the fuck it in his system, I like that he doesn't really understand the colloquialisms that mm-hmm. us humans use because he's just kind of out of it. That the alien whatever has kind of taken over, and he, you know, his dad kind of explains to him something about girls and he takes everything that his dad is saying completely literally which would not like have happened whatever urges your feeling just do them and he's like yeah like, and the kid right basically now? takes that to like oh like kind of rapey cool let's do it and it's just like bro your regular human self would not have done that but now you're all twisted and evil and it's scary yeah. as hell so i really liked this film and i like that the cast was really small i appreciated yeah. that it was like very localized to like. It makes okay. more sense with a with a story like this. Yeah, you don't need a lot of people to no. convey this. Yeah, I actually really like that it was so close to Superman in the idea that he's you know like up on a podunk farm like out in the middle of nowhere and there's nobody around really to get involved. Um, whereas you know the boys takes place in a big ass city and. He has the abil- the characters have the ability to be all over the world because they can fly and do whatever. So it's like at any given moment, if one of them goes off the deep end, like they could wreck entire countries and economies. But this little boy, he's just like, oh, well, here's the like four adults who are currently causing me grief. Yeah. Let's just kill those guys. And he doesn't give a fuck. So I really, yeah. really like this film. Let's kill those guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That was not scary at oh, all. Oh, man. Micah, what did you think of Burn? Not that movie with he Will He internalized it clearly. Yeah, not that Will Smith one. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, we'll get to that. <laughs> um, I couldn't get into it. No. It was what? A, a really good... I, I couldn't get into it. Boy, I wonder why. <laughs> anyway... I did kind of like how disjointed it was because it felt like a lot of scenes just kind of back to back to back to back, which I actually kind of liked. I liked the fact that it was one scene, one scene, one scene, one scene, and then they all kind of pieced together to make an overall story. I thought that was fine for this movie. It was a really good horror film. As a horror film... Hell yes. I was totally into it. As a sci-fi film, it just was too super evil Superman. And so maybe that was kind of like my... uh, Okay, well. But as a horror film? Fuck. It's it's funny what you're saying right now, because there's a couple of reviews 
and it's basically that the, they're yeah. saying that and a lot of people said that was kind of the biggest issue with it like it, it's such a great idea and it didn't live up to both sides of it because like oh superhero and horror and it's like one side was way better than the other side of it yeah. and it was hard to juggle that and they said that's a really hard thing to juggle and james gunn he tried his best with it but it could have been better honestly it could have been a little bit longer and i think it would have honestly helped he, out it, this movie if, was really fast if they yep. give him given him like a trilogy or something like a way to stretch it develop out. the story <laughs> yeah. a little bit more like kill like all his parents right away well, they, all i mean they left it open yeah no, no no they absolutely did and i totally agree with that i wish they hadn't Killed both the parents off in this movie. I get what you're saying, mm-hmm. but I think there was a little yeah. more on the table they could have used because it's 90 minutes straight up. That yeah. means it's less than 90 minutes because of credits. This movie was fucking scooting to the end. So honestly, it they could have added another 20 something minutes to this, and I think it would have helped out mm-hmm. a lot with it. Uh, Emma, what'd you think? I liked it. It scared the shit out of me. I Made the mistake in my I don't like horror movies <laughs> yet somehow <laughs> have learned to love them, but I made the mistake of starting this at ten thirty at night. <laughs> and I'm sitting here like staring out the windows like we had our front door open. I'm like Bitch, I swear to God, if some kid blows a hole in my wall right now, I'm going to fucking lose my mind. Kid comes out of stairs with a cape on. I jumped so hard so many times. Oh, yeah. It scared the absolute pants off me. It was a good movie. Like Micah said, the issue with it was it did move very, very quickly. And it just... You know... The movies that just kind of like everything happens and then you're like, what was that? Yeah. Like, <laughs> but why? <laughs> it's like the, the movie I Am For. I don't know if you guys saw that. Woo, shit. That was a good movie, but so much fucking happened. And hey, I'm like, what you just took me, you happened? You back so many years with that. What? You took my analysis. We <laughs> were literally talking about this last night. Shit. But no, it was such a good movie, but so much happened in so little time with not enough like interest building along yeah. the way that it's just like, okay, that shit swept me away somewhere else. But at the same point, well, I feel what? like this this movie is lacking in the the pre lore. Yes, basically, mm-hmm. yeah. Like with Superman movies, not that they've made a good one in <laughs> fucking forty years, but as far as you know, <laughs> the Superman story goes, like you could crack out a Superman film mm-hmm. in ninety minutes. Oh yeah, and from start to finish, you would think, wow, that was amazing. And it's because Superman has all this lore built up from the comics and just, it has permeated popular culture to the point where you don't need to know why the spaceship is talking to him. Like, you already know that. We we know that that's Jor-El. Like, we know that's his dad. We know these things that are happening Mm -hmm. already because of how much... We know about the backstory about him. Yeah. But in Brightburn here, we don't know anything about his backstory. So the fact that they just left that out completely makes this confusing, to say the least, about what's happening. Like, we don't know what planet he came from. We don't know what is happening with his spaceship. Like, what's going on? We don't know anything. It was literally that within the first 15 minutes of the movie functioned exactly like that like we should have known yeah all this backstory shit yeah and there was nothing there and i'm like yeah what just yeah they they needed a solid like at least another 10 minutes yeah Mm -hmm. a point at least like in the middle of the movie where he makes contact with his spaceship thing and it is revealed to him and to the audience mm-hmm. what the purpose of it is. Yeah. Because, like, he meets that spaceship 
and they're talking like gibberish language to it, which had no subtitles, and then just the plot moves. Like, yeah. fuck it, now he's bad. <laughs> it was it was a lot, really fast. Yeah. Uh, yeah, everybody said it. This film was great. Sci-fi, superhero, and horror, it can work. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's a, it's a super-duper juggle situation. Uh, it's tough, but it can work. This film just didn't have enough meat on its bones. Like, seriously, another 20 minutes? I think it, they could have fleshed out some things and it, worked it out. Yeah, and, and one of the things that I... Like, kind of going back and forth on is not every movie has to have an overarching story yeah. kind of thing, but at least make us care about the characters. Yes, uh, that's <laughs> taking the words out of my yeah. mouth, man. I didn't really care about any of these people. Yeah, exactly. Really. Like, who the fuck cares? And I should care about the Martha some Kent of, them, of this story. I yeah. really should. And some of them, it's just kind of like we care because we've seen them in other roles. So we yeah. care about their other roles as characters. Yeah, and, like yeah. Ma and Pa Kent. They should be my favorites because Ma and Pa Kent in DC are the best parents. They are yeah. some of the best parents. And I didn't care about this Ma and Pa Kent. I really didn't. And it's just... I don't know. There were a lot of bad decisions. And actually goes to my least favorite character. A lot of people did a lot of dumb things in mm-hmm. this movie. Because you only had an hour and like 15 minutes. So everyone's got to be stupid really, mm-hmm. really fast. So uh, we'll get through this story. The The plot's... It's quick, y'all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's less than an hour and a half. So uh, apparently in 2006, a spaceship crashes in Brightburn, Kansas. <laughs> Smallville. <laughs> it's like that. Yeah. So, uh, Tori and Kyle Breyer, they, there are a lot of books in their house about uh, child conception and things like that. And the way they're talking, they're like, you know, this is the, this is the time we're going to have our kids. So, it seems like, just like they're with, trying, with the yeah. Kents, that it's hard for them to have a kid. And They're trying and failing. Yeah, yeah their biggest wish is they, they want a child. And, hey, look at that. From the sky, it's a ship with a baby in it. <laughs> And so they find a child that fell from the sky. And in this one, Tori, she is 100% like, oh, shit, the world has answered our prayers. We got a baby. And Kyle's like, "Ah." later on, we understand a little bit. Yeah, we understand a little bit more uh, from flashbacks that Kyle wasn't 100% down like Tori was. Tori's like, this is our baby. Yeah. (laughs) We're raising this baby. Kyle's like, Cool, cool. Like, I guess we don't know what the fuck's with that baby. It right. just came from the sky. It could be anything. So they hide the spaceship in their barn, and they raised the kid up. His name is Brandon Breyer. Clark Kent. <laughs> Peter Parker. It's I mean, Michael like Masterson. It's oh a straight God. comic book. I love it. Yes. I love he's got the alliterations like all Clark the other Kent's heroes. not an alliteration, though. It sounds like one. It, it, is, it does, but sounds. it's not. Clark Ant. Clark Clint. If they spell Clark with a K. Clark Clint Clint. Clark Clint. His middle name is what? Cassius? Clark Cassius Clint. Oh, God. His middle name is Kal-El. Yoink! <laughs> like Scoob! Your name is Kal-El! <laughs> so, 12 years later, the ship later. is, you know, like Katie said, saying weird shit and alien gibberish, and it's starting to light up at night. And Brandon starts to sleepwalk towards the barn, and he's actually down in the cellar just chanting weird words and just trying to open it. And Tori, like, wakes him up, and Tori's like, what happened, bud? And he's like, where am I, man? And it's like, oh, you sleptwalk again. Like, go go to bed. And he's like, uh, uh, okie dokie. Like, oh, okie dokie. And at this point, he's starting to have some uh, powers are starting to happen. I think he probably always had, like, tough skin. But uh, as he's, he's never been cut or, yeah. like, scraped or anything. Bled he, his, or... But as he, and he runs super freakishly fast. Yeah. So as he's trying to mow the yard, and I feel this pain on this, he's trying to start the lawnmower, and when you pull in that cord, you like, start the son of a bitch. Uh, he whips the fuck out of the lawnmower and it flies down the street and crashes and he runs over to the lawnmower and I don't know if the voice told him to 
but he puts his hand into the running lawnmower. Nope. And then it just bends around his hand. He's like, oh, shit. Oh, shit, I got powers. And at that point, he's like, oh, I'm not normal. He and yeeted that lawnmower straight up yeah. like a quarter mile away. He That thing flew the fuck away. Uh, so, uh, one day during uh, P.E., they're doing this, I don't know why they're doing it, but it's like a trust exercise. It's kind of like a trust fall, but halfway. So you just go, kind of go limp, and everyone's just kind of nudging you toward other people. And Brandon, he's uh, doing his nudging and stuff. And then the girl, Caitlin, lets him fall on the ground. And she calls him a pervert. Gotta reverse a little bit, because after talking to his dad about the birds and the beasts, kind of, just, you know... Like Katie said earlier about, you know, you want to talk to a girl, this is how you do it, and all this stuff. He takes it upon himself to go to Caitlyn's house at night and start her laptop's music, just out of nowhere, and then just stand in her window like a creepazoid. And Caitlyn screams, and he flies away real quick. And the mom's like, what happened? Why are you screaming? And she's like, Brandon Breyer was in my window. And she's like, are you sure? Like, no, that creepy son of a bitch was there. So, at P.E., later, she lets him fall to the ground and calls him a pervert. And everyone laughs, like, hee 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 hee, he's a perv, he's a perv, he's a perv. And so, the P.E. teacher tells Caitlin to pick him up, pick up Brandon. She puts her hand out, and Brandon grabs her hand, and he's like, you go squish now. And squishes the ever living yeah, he fucking fuck does. It was out, super gross. Out of her hand, destroys <laughs> it. So, in the principal's office, he gets suspended because he just broke someone's like fucking arm and just killed it. Um, the yeah, he mom just mangled the fuck out yeah, of her. The mom of Caitlyn, she's like, you don't even know who the dad is, and you're a freak. And that kid's a freak, and blah blah blah, and you know. And the mom, there are points where Tori's being a pretty good mom, and she's. Trying our best to keep everything together. But, you know, if me and Katie found a kid just out in the world, supposedly from the sky, and it's like, well, Miss, uh, you know, Otis Katie, your child crushed my kid's hand. Like, how, ooh, goddamn. I'd look right, came like, that motherfucker ain't right. You know, I'd be like, he got powers, you know? I'd be a little concerned about it. Mm-hmm. And we'd have to talk and be like, hey, bud, you can't just crush people's hands. It's like, why not? Mm, I don't like that answer, but you can't do that. <laughs> that's, that's not what heroes do, so you got to quit. Um, but yeah, he's, he's starting to kind of get assholey about it. So that night, Brandon, he goes back to the ship, and he actually breaks into the barn where it's hidden. And Tori goes in, and she actually sees him floating above the ship. And she wakes him up, and he falls onto the ship, and it cuts his hand. And he's like, ow. They cut me. I'm bleeding. He's like, oh shit, you are bleeding. Like That's the first time I've seen you bleed. So, while he was floating, he was actually chanting something in the ship's language, but he actually translates, translates it and it says, take the world. The ship is telling him, go ahead, man. Go crazy. <laughs> go crazy. Go wild. Let's party. Get loud. So, um, at this point, uh, Brandon, he, he goes cuckoo at this yeah, point. Yeah, he does. Uh, he goes back to Caitlin's house and was like, hey, you know, I'm sorry. He gives her some flowers. He's like, I'm sorry for being a creepo. And Caitlin's like, well, I can't talk to you. My mom said I shouldn't talk to you anymore. So, and he's like, oh, oh, she's in the way? <laughs> I'll be back in a little bit. And goes and attacks Caitlin's mom. Uh, oh, and boy, does he. A very crazy scene. He makes glass, like, explode in her face. And this shard goes into her eyeball. And not that like so other gross. scary movies where the glass, like, deflates the eyeball. And it's just juicy. She pulls that bat, that shard out of her eye. And I was like, I've never seen an eyeball go through that much damage. It was... And it straight up oozed yeah, on the oh, ground. So it was like... Oh, so gross. So, um, yeah, he kills... Caitlin's mom, and as the police are going through all the evidence and all the blood and glass, they see these runes drawn on the window, and it's the same thing that Brandon draws all the time. Yep. And so it's like, mm. just like a serial killer, you gotta leave some type of sign. You gotta tell people that you did it. You know, you have to. So later on, 
he's talking to his aunt, and she is the school counselor, and she's going over some things because he seems very not emotional about anything. And she's yeah. like, "Do you feel bad about no, anything you've done?" He's like, "Nah." He's like, "I'm better." He he says he doesn't say he's an apex predator, but he says he's like higher. He's a he better. He said I'm superior. Yes, what he says. So he's already starting to realize he's like I'm better than everybody here. So I the, your rules don't mean anything, and it's like oh god. So um, the his aunt says I'm gonna have to like tell tell the school that you're not getting better at this, and so you know. And she has to notify the cops. And he's like, don't tell the cops. That wouldn't be good for anybody involved. And she's like, well, I'm gonna. So that night, Brandon heads to his aunt and uncle's house. And he is going to kill his aunt. But the uncle comes home and actually stops him before he Mm -hmm. he can. He has this creepy little mask. And so the uncle is going to take Brandon home. And he tells his uncle, he's like, are you going to tell my parents that I'm here? And he's like, probably. And he's like, nah, we can't do that, chief. And pushes him and runs away. So the uncle hops in the car. I don't know why he didn't just run back inside and call the cops. He decided to jump in his truck and try to drive away. And Brandon picks up the truck and drops it headfirst into the street. And the uncle's jaw crashes into the steering wheel. And it is just hanging off. So gross. And Brandon watches his uncle die. And he puts his finger into his blood and draws the symbol everywhere. And woo! So at this point, uh, his dad is like, "Well, where's your uncle?" You know, he's asking questions. They can't find the uncle, and then they find his body on the street. And he's like, "Well, he was in a car accident," and it's like, "But there's no tire marks or anything." You know, yep. the signs of a real good car accident aren't there. And dad's starting to think that the, his son did it because his son's he's creepy as fuck, and he's got a lot of clues. So they actually go on a father-son hunting trip in the woods. And Kyle, uh, Brandon's checking out some deer tracks. And Kyle's looking at him, kind of bent over looking at the tracks. And he's like, fuck it, no scope headshot. Actually, he did did use a scope. And he shoots him in the head. And the bullet bounces off of Brandon's head. And Brandon looks at his dad. He super speeds away, grabs his mask. And he's like, you gotta die. And lasers his face in. Yeah, I'm fucked like, up. Fuck, man. So, um, Brandon calls his mom. Uh, actually, the mom calls uh, her husband's phone, and Brandon picks up, and he's like, oh, yeah, he's he's gone. He's not coming back, and I'm coming home. And he's like, what? And he starts flying through the house, through the house, making holes and scaring his mom. So she calls the cops. The cops make it there. Because they have a couple of ideas that Brandon actually was doing all of this. So the sweet sheriff that I thought he was going to do something in this movie. Uh, he oh just, boy, did he though. He just gets exploded. Yep. Brandon flies through him as hard as he can. It just explodes him. And so, he is splatter paint. It's bad. Uh, another cop pops up and she gets just smushed. And so the mom, she sneaks out of the house, runs to the barn, grabs a piece of the ship. So... Just like in Superman lore, the only thing that can hurt Superman is something from his planet. So the the kryptonite rocks was actually part of his planet. And so when it exploded, it got to Earth the slow way. Because he was in a ship, so he got there really fast. And then it took decades for the rocks to float to Earth and then fall down. So part of the ship is the same way. In the new Man of Steel film... Yeah, the atmosphere of Krypton can hurt him for some ungodly reason. And metal from his planet. So she grabs a piece of the ship and she's like, I'm going to stab this child when he comes in here. And she takes off his mask and she says, like, you know, I still love you. You know, I know you've done some crazy stuff, but, you know, I'm still your mom. And they hug. And then she pulls out the knife and tries to stab him in the back. He grabs her arm and he's like, yeah. I knew you were like everybody else. Yeah. Flies her really high into the sky and lets her fall. Well, he fucked her up when he flew all the way up there, though. Because, oh, like, yeah. he flew her straight through two roofs. Oh, like, yeah. Like, when they showed oh, yeah, her she was face, and stuff. she oh, yeah. was wrecked. 
Oh yeah, it Absolutely was it was right. bad. And then after he dropped her, he sees a, sh- a a plane flying by, and he comes up with an idea. And the next day, the news reports saying that hey, freak accident, a plane carrying like two hundred people crashed into this farmhouse, and it's like oh, that's how he's gonna cover up all this crazy shit. And the only survivor is Brandon Breyer, and he's sitting in the back of the ambulance eating a cookie. Yeah, eating his cookie, kind of smiling, which is really creepy. And so we get a fast forward a couple of weeks, and Brandon, in his bright burn outfit, he's now got a name. Uh, he's flying around just destroying things in Kansas, mm-hmm. and people are like, "Who is this person? What is this?" And we get this recording from a conspiracy theorist. Hey, it's um, what's his name? Oh, damn it. Uh, Michael Rooker. He's in every, like, James Gunn film. So mm-hmm. he was in The Suicide Squad. He was the first guy that died. He's so, Mary Poppins, y'all. Yeah, mm-hmm. he is Mary Poppins. So in this, Michael Rooker's saying that, like, this isn't a single occurring thing. When he popped out, there's this half-man, half-fish monster thing that came out of the water and it's attacking people. Hey, it's Aquaman. And then he says, there's this witch that uses rope to strangle people i assume that's like wonder woman Mm -hmm. and it's like more scary weird things are popping out because of him and it's like who's gonna help us who's gonna save us so a cool little tidbit another james gunn film is called super and it has oh what's his name uh was it super or super eight no just super Rain Wilson. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a superhero, just a human in this movie. It's a mess, super. He has like a wrench. And uh, <laughs> his face pops up. So he's in the list of different people. So I was like, oh, the he's James gonna... Gunniverse? Yeah, so there's a list of monsters. And so that's it. And so hopefully if we get a part two, I don't think we will. That's what we'll see. We'll see Brandon with his own evil group. Or those evil things want to stop him because he's really, really good. And we'll go from there. So, Katie, who's your favorite character in Brightburn? I said the dad was my favorite character. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roy from The Office. And that's because he was the only person he had concerns. with some fucking sense on him in this movie. Yep. The second the son started acting weird, he was like... Mm. I told you, like, I, I knew this was going to get dicey. He came from question mark, we don't know where. Like, I knew some shit was going to go down. So, yeah. That's why I like the dad, because he was just like, he's realistic. Yeah. Like, he's me. That's, he's that's no exactly how I would be yep. in a similar situation. Like, yo, that's some weird shit. Like, can we go to the doctor or like something? Something something's happening here. Yeah. Um. Yeah. He, the wife just didn't care. So the dad, Micah. Hmm. It's kind of hard because everybody was so shitty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Once it, they realized it's it was like, shitty. well, it's us versus him. So uh, it's us versus him. Yeah. Okay, see ya. Hmm. I don't really have a favorite character for this one. I had a feeling we were going to be... Yeah, it was... I I mean, maybe it is a a thing where it was like it went so fast that there was hardly any character development, but there was hardly any character development, so... uh, I got nothing. Yeah. Okay. I also chose Roy, just because um, he really really did question it. Like, I have been in the situation where it takes a long-ass time to get pregnant, and you get impatient, you get needy, you get... All these uncontrollable needs to raise something. Yeah. And I can understand where Tori was mentally, like trying to figure it out. But at the same time, some bright red giant ass glowy thing falls in the forest and my ass goes to it and goes, you know what? Pit, let's... Yes. Let's take this in. Fuck no. No, 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 no. I got a lot of fucking questions. I've waited this long for a baby already. I'm not going to just take the first thing that shows up. 
like that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no thank you. Yeah. But he he had his head on straight, and he was willing to be like, you know what? Yes, he's my son. Yes, I love him because he's my son. Yeah. But if somebody's got to put a bullet in this kid, I will. And that is... That was that was hard to watch, that whole scene. That was really hard to watch. Oh yeah. So. So for my favorite character, I picked nobody. I actually had a question mark. Uh, everybody was pooping this movie. <laughs> uh, the mom just kept avoiding the obvious answer that it might be the son doing these things. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, oh, I didn't even bring it up. Oh no, all our chickens just got mutilated and the door got ripped off its hinges. Oh, that was a wolf. The dad's like, wolves don't rip doors off the hinges. There's not even bite marks here. No, it it was the wolf. She's the one that found the pages too with like filleted open like autopsy table style. Yeah. Here's all the organs on the inside and how to pin them. She avoids so much stuff because she loves his kid and she wants this to work, which, you know, I get it. But man, you gotta see some signs when it's like this kid's kinda out there. You gotta do something. So yeah. it took her way too long and then she was the only one that knew that the ship could hurt him, so she didn't even like bring that up with anybody else. So yeah. Eh, yeah, what are you gonna do? So Katie, who is your least favorite character? My least favorite character was also the dad. Yep. <laughs> uh so I liked that he had his head on straight and was questioning everything, um, but I also hated mm-hmm. that he was, he went from, yeah, he's my son and I love him, to immediately like, yo, fuck this kid. Yeah. He, he's trash. I gotta murder him. Yeah. And it just was the way lot. that he approached every situation with his son between when the kid starts changing yeah. and when... He finally decides, like, oh, yeah, let's go on this hunting trip. Mm-hmm. Every single conversation he has with this kid is just, like, I fucking hate you, kid. Yep. There was no attempt to be, like, yeah, you know, you're my son and whatever. Like, everything was just he aggressive. didn't even try to relate to him. It was horrible. And yeah. everything that he said, he didn't try to relate information to the kid in a way that would make sense to the kid yeah like especially when he was talking to the kid about the girl yeah and like what happens when you have feelings or someone you cannot be that literal with a child like i don't know what your plan like it's okay if you want to just play with your penis i'm like oh no uh yeah no yeah it was so fucking awkward and it's like you don't say that to a kid you have to find a way to explain it to that child so that the child will understand it you can't just be like Oh, yeah, you know, stocking's cool. It's fine. Right. Um, you know, your kid took you that can't shit just say literally. It's okay to act on your urges. Yeah, no, it's definitely it's not. So- you just basically gave <laughs> your kid okay. who doesn't understand sarcasm and is only like 11 fucking. You basically told him, yeah, but rape's okay. Like, what? <laughs> You're terrible and yeah. you shouldn't have a child. I mean, I guess he didn't technically have a child but like bruh what yeah so he was my favorite and least favorite simultaneously he was a mess micah you got a least favorite nope yeah i guess it's gonna be roy yeah (laughs) yeah uh he wasn't inherent he was not an inherently shitty character not at all and he tried um once everybody realized it was us versus an alien superhuman thing, yeah, a lot of light, a, a lot of switches clicked instantly, and turned really okay people into really shitty people. Yeah, real fast. Real fast. Yeah. yeah, that was the thing, and and I think that's the worst part about this movie is that the lack of remorse between the parents. Yeah, like they kind of set it up like, oh, it's hard. It's a hard decision. Oh. We're, we're questioning it. We're questioning it, but we're still doing it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. There was no pullback. There was no, like, what am I doing? You know, kind of thing. Yeah. So, it, Roy, but both parents. It feels like there should have been, like, needed more time. It needed more signs when he was younger that they were like, this is kind of weird. So, yeah. Uh, Emma. 
I said the pacing. <laughs> I did not care for how fast it moved like we've been talking about so far for this episode. It moved too fast for context to help characters and plot. There was no context. There was two seconds worth of asteroid equals... Now they have a baby somehow? <laughs> and... There was nothing in between that and then just immediate weird shit. Yeah. <laughs> so it was, I mean, it left a lot up to in between the lines and all that. But I, I don't know. It needed to death. either be longer or have less involved in the movie so that you could have more background and understanding. But goddamn the death scenes. Oh, yeah. Dude, they were so fucking rough. They pumped it up. Actually, that's my like, favorite character. Okay, but Saw. Death <laughs> so, uh, my least favorite, I wrote People's Choices with Dealing with Super Kid. Yep. Yeah, fuck the People's Choice Awards. Right. <laughs> oh uh, when the uncle, when he got like thrown across like the, the driveway, and he's like, oh, oh, this kid's weird. And he puts on the mask, I'm getting in my car and driving away from my house. I'm like, but why did you do that? It was really bad. A lot of choices were really bad. Well, you'd really also stupid. been drinking. And I'll give him credit for that one. I wouldn't give him credit for that. Well, you should give him a jawbone. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, he, got, yeah, he, he, he needs some water. <laughs> he needs some milk. That's what he fucking needs. <laughs> so, let's do seven word synopsis. So, I only have one. Because it made me giggle. Oh, no. Creepy kid got superpowers. <laughs> what do we do? Die. That's what you fucking do. Katie. Uh, Smallville, but Clark actually listens to Jarrell. Uh, gory, intense, heartbreaking story of evil Superman. That's a yep. fair And mask had kid looking like an ood. <laughs> Should have had a little ball with a tube on it. For real. <laughs> it looked like... Um, I don't know, it was like a red ood, but also, like, the, have you seen the knitted masks that people make of ouds? No, probably gross. Uh, yeah, it looked like his fucking mask. I was like, yeah. what the hell? Where probably did you even get... gross. Yeah, horrific looking. Uh, Micah. He out here acting like Bizarro Superman. I guess he was. Yep. I'm saving the day. No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> From the way he floated to the, just what he did with the laser eye beams and stuff. I was here for like a, if they were tying it into like an evil Superman kind of thing. Yeah. Let's go. Let's let's do it. Yeah. Let's have let's let's create that storyline or follow whatever's been done before. Yeah. Who cares? Let's go. Let's make it that. It was not that. Yeah. <laughs> Which made it confusing. Yeah. Okay. Distorted voices are actual fuel for nightmares. Yeah, you're right. That was a lot. I was like, nope, we're going to go upstairs and watch Tinkerbell because I got to wipe this from my memory. And then those are the wrong urges there, bud. And not today, red-eyed Satan Scarecrow. Not today. (laughs) Yeah, that mask is pretty fucking creepy. And then my alliterative, Briar Boy Brandon butchers bunches of bodies. Damn. Honey bunch, bunches of bodies. Yeah. <laughs> Bloody bunches of bodies. When he whooped that girl's ass in the diner, I yep. was like, oh my god, this is intense. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, minority kill count. I only have the sheriff. Sheriff Beaver. Mm-hmm. I believe that's the only minority that went yep. down in this film. So now we're at 206 and a Tito Turtle. Tito Turtle, no, he would have got beat up too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's no stopping that. Yeah. So this film came out May 24th, 2019. What do you guys think the budget for this film was? Katie. Plus, I said $7.5 dollar dues. 7.5. Emma. I said $12 dollar dues. 12. Micah. He's, he's fighting it. I, I feel it. <laughs> $9 dollar dues. Hey. So this budget's funny because. Two numbers. It's in between. It's so the always budget, like seven and a half and twelve. <laughs> well, it's 
six dollar dues to twelve dollar dues. <laughs> yeah, we all win. <laughs> Everybody wins. We all win. That's <laughs> never happened. <laughs> How did all three numbers get within the budget range? Yeah, all three of y'all were like, oh good. <laughs> In two hundred and how many episodes are we? Two hundred and seven yeah. episodes. That has never happened. <laughs> Okay. That's special. Incredible. So what do you guys think the box office was? Absolutely incredible. Uh, I said ten dollar dues. Damn. I don't remember anyone talking about this yeah, film. Yeah, unfortunately. Emma. <coughs> I'm gonna be generous and say fifty. Micah. I'll be more generous and say fifty not dollar dues. Oh damn. Dollary dinks. Dollar dinks. Fifty thousand. Yeah, that's right. You can say it. No, the closest. You can say it. Uh, so the box office was $32.9. What the fuck? Are you serious? Okay. It made that much money? Jesus yeah, Christ. dude. Evil Superman? It made that's some a, money. That's a popular story. Yeah. Everybody was like, hell yeah, man. I'm about to get some crazy, scary Superman. And they're like, it was good. It was, it was really quick. And yeah. Wins. So everybody was just like, eh. Eh. Nah. You know? Like I said, <laughs> the people were just disappointed with the speed of it and just... The handling of superhero and scary is just, yeah. it wasn't equal, but it's, it's a fine It's all you can line. do with an hour and change, man. There's only so much you can do with something yep. like that. It is a fine line to balance well, between mean, superhero and horror without going yeah, are extraterrestrial there, Are there other possession. superhero scary films? Because I feel like the Doctor general... Strange. That's not a scary movie. Uh, I feel like the... They said it's supposed to be. It was supposed well, the, to be. Oh, Morbius, right? That's yeah, like that's the other vampire. one, but like it was I, scary bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I feel like I don't know superhero superhero scary films haven't really been done. This so is like, probably like the first shot at it. Well, yeah, but how can you? Sh- <laughs> that's my point. How can you shit on this movie for like superhero scary being a bad superhero scary film when literally there aren't any other ones? It's the only one. Yeah. Like I don't think it was bad. I think they did it really well. I think James Gunn. Kind of knocked it out of the park, and he should keep doing scary superhero films. Yeah, no, I'm not yeah. saying it's, it's. I think a few, I think a few more shots, and James Gunn is going to have this in the bag. Yeah, this concept of superheroes just. I mean, I'm, going I'm off I'm the deep end or being because yeah. being unpredictable, wrong, unpredictable. Yeah, an unpredictable super force like that is fucking terrifying. Yeah, yeah. James Gunn. Wait, what? Like. Absolutely terrifying Absolutely. having an unchecked amount of power like that that has no ability to be. And here we go into the Sokovia courts. Uh huh. <laughs> so, like, uh, update, update. Uh, in June 2019, James Gunn stated that discussion of the sequel was happening. But he was a little busy writing, directing The Suicide Squad and Guardians, and Guardians 3. So when Guardians 3 is out and he'll have a little more open time, they're probably going to work on Brightburn 2. Let's go. Yeah. And then the actor that played Brian, or Brandon, Brandon. Uh, he said he'd absolutely be interested in coming back and playing Brandon nice. again. Give that kid a fucking Emmy. And then yeah. he said that he Oscar. wants the future films to cast up and coming actors in the lead roles. He's like, nice. Get some, get some, you know, new folks in this and do it like that. Yeah. So I he's, like that he's, he's willing to come back, even yeah. though what he was maybe fifteen when they filmed this. Yeah. Oh, it'll be so quite he'll a be time jump. yeah, just yeah, he'll be like twenty five, but mm-hmm. or he ain't human really. He ain't the, human at all. He just aged. He fast. just aged quick. Yeah. 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 Only a year has passed in real time, but yeah, he's he just aged got ten years bigger now. Because like, he's, he's using his powers. His, yeah. Yeah. yeah now he has to defend Earth from an alien invading he force. He won't defend Something shit. worse happens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> some like, something bigger than him. there's always a bigger fish. Oh yeah. He's like whoa. No, that's the important thing. <laughs> I don't know if, dis- <laughs> if Discovery like <laughs> doubles down and buys Brightburn, they can add this to the DC universe and just have them fight the real Justice League. Yeah. Oh, Superman. just do Superman's evil his kid down. Just evil Justice like, League versus regular Justice League. Yeah, he's gonna tell him like, "Hey, man, I can whip your ass, or we can just talk about this, Brandon. What do you want to do?" Oh, Brandon's like, "Brandon fighting." Brandon's like, "Let's do it." Oh. And then Superman puts him down. He's like, <laughs> "Do you want to talk now? Or do you want to get hit again?" Talk. Yeah, that's what I thought, little man. <laughs> that's, that's what I would do. Like, I can kick your ass. If but you there's, want me to. you know, there's that video game coming out where Superman is evil oh, and the sorry. Suicide Squad has to yeah. take care of him. So. 
Let's go. Yeah, like, kill the suicide. I can't wait. Man. I know. It's going to be good. Your mission is to kill Superman. Oh, no. What? <laughs> no. Glowy eyes looking out. You blow my head off. Just, just light the bomb because yeah. I'm not doing I'm it. I'm excited. So it, it's it's a pretty good market. People it's a cool wanna, concept. People want to see yep. comic book stuff that goes scary. So yep. g- gimme. Stick into my veins. So um, if you have any other cool. Oh, wait. No. Take it back. Bleh, I had a hair in my mouth. So, that is the end of the show. So, if you have any other cool fun facts about Superman going evil or anything like that, and he was British that one time, you can tweet us at Allentown Pod. There's a, uh, we have an email that is Allentown Presents at gmail.com. We have a Facebook at Allentown Presents. Yeah, there's a Superman where he lands in like the UK. And he's got like you're breaking my brain. Like a stop. Oh, not a what, what's the flag called? Union Jack. Jack. Yeah, he has a Union Jack shirt on. And he's got jeans, and little cigarettes folded into the. It's 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 funny. So, um, so it's Greece, but with Superman in <laughs> England. Tell me more. Tell me more. Was he from a wheelchair? Uh, I don't like it. <laughs> the music you're listening to right now, that is flipping the combined, combined effort. effort, flipping the CD anywhere you can listen to them. I was fucking around with Grease. I got that song in my head now. My brain's trying to like make it into a real lyric. Ooh, let's hear a ska version flip. Do let's it. Go. Uh, Studio Pizzas, thank you so much for the artwork. So we have one more movie that's upside down. In sci-fi horror. I don't know what it yeah, is yet. We're going to figure it out. We're going to figure we're it out. We straight up don't know what it is yet. Right? We don't, we don't know what it is, but we're going to work it out. So, like always, for everybody here at the Spooky Movie Squad, thanks so much for listening, and we'll be back next week with a sci-fi horror film. Okay, bye, guys. Bye. Toots. Now, that's the sp- Oh, wait a second. <laughs> now, that's the spookiest part. <laughs>